As Chris mentioned, I'm, I just want to talk very briefly about some of the early findings and thoughts that uh, we've been discussing here at the King's Fund. Over the past year or so, the issues around employee ownership, mutual organisations, staff engagement have sort of gained increasing prominence in the NHS and, and health sector more widely. And so we were keen to have something to say on, the, on this debate and to learn more and to be able to work with the health service on, on what, what may actually come out of this. So just to give you a brief overview of what I'm going to talk about is the political context that we're dealing with up until now and, and some very early thoughts as to, as to um, what might be coming up. Some of our early findings around staff engagement and uh, links with patient experience. Some generic models of, of ownership very briefly and then to talk to you about how we're going to put all that together into our future analysis. So under Labour, what we've seen um, in the, the next stage review was a commitment to right to request. So this was enabling NHS staff, particularly nurses, allied health professionals who are interested in establishing social enterprises to put together proposals to, to their PCT and if, if they're supported to have those, have those proposals approved and actually work to become social enterprises in, in the NHS. The Social Enterprise Investment Fund was established um, in 2007 and provides support to those organisations who are wanting to start up these models and provide support to, to existing um, social enterprises to help them grow and improve their services as well. So the ethos around this move towards social enterprise employee, employee ownership was around clinical autonomy and it was seen as a model for empowering NHS staff um, into more autonomous clinical roles, greater ownership and, and control over the work that they're doing, and opportunities for staff to actually operate their own, their own service areas. This was, um, I guess, most clearly seen with Foundation Trust and recent moves to enable um, service line management within Foundation Trusts. And by that we mean specific clinical areas within these, within these hospitals operating as distinct operational units. So this, again, allows for great control over the work that's done at, at a local level. What we've been doing is then trawling through the Conservative and Lib Dem manifestos to try and get an idea around what they're saying, what, what their principles are around employee engagement, and then trying to, I guess, now link those together into, into what actually might come out in, in the white paper. So what the Conservatives have proposed is a public sector co-op service to enable public sector organisations, not just within the NHS, but, but wider public sector, to actually plan and move towards this organisational form to provide guidance for public sector bodies about becoming a, a co-op and actually act as a, a battering ram in a way with central government to, to try and promote this model more generally. So the Conservatives suggest that models of employee ownership will allow um, organisations and individuals within those organisations to innovate, it will reduce costs, improve morale and efficiency within these organisations. This is quite a common I guess, ethos or principle for, for moving towards these models that the, the intention is that it will improve staff engagement and I'll go on um, to talk about that in a little while. The Lib Dems are much more conservative in their views of, around employee ownership. They are supportive in general but, but want to warn about the need for greater research and, and um, actual th thought around how the models might work in practice. 
in particular, they warn of some of the practicalities, and these are the, these are the discussions that I'm having when I'm talking to people out in the NHS, particularly practicalities around NHS pensions, comes up time and time again, how will NHS pensions work if there's a model to move towards a, a more employee-owned model? How will social enterprises and employee-owned organisations operate within a marketplace of providers if there is an a NHS preferred provider model? How do social enterprises and others fit within that? So amongst all these debates, there is obviously a, a push towards employee-owned organisations. There is support for these models um, politically and centrally. And at the moment, we, and I'm sure all of you are just waiting for the, for the white paper at the moment, um, due later this month, to try and understand a bit more specifically around how this is actually going to work in practice. But we have every confidence, I think, that employee ownership and staff engagement are going to be at the forefront of, of, the white, of what's actually discussed in the white paper. I mentioned staff engagement, and Patrick's talked about, about this as well. And when we look at the, the literature and other models, um, particularly in the private sector, there's um, a hypothesis or a theory, I guess, around why, why, why employee ownership. And I think it's clear that this is seen as a mechanism for, for moving, for increasing staff engagement to impact on customer experience, in this case of the NHS patient experience, and organisational performance. So what we want to do is see how this theory or this hypothesis actually works in, within the NHS context. The reason for drawing um, question marks rather than arrows between, between these elements is that we don't have a clear idea, and I'd be interested in your thoughts about which direction this, this goes in, what comes first. Is it the staff engagement impacting on patient experience? and Is it organisational performance impacting on staff engagement? So I think there's some kind of more matrix structure operating within these elements rather than a clear sort of linear relationship. But we're interested very much in seeing how, the, how this relationship actually works in practice. We've got some very early data on the links between staff engagement and, and patient experience that I'll talk about very briefly and it must come with the disclaimer that these are very, very early results just to get an indication as to whether we're heading in the right direction and whether this actually makes sense. So what we've got is data from the um, 0910 staff satisfaction survey and from within that there is three questions that relate to staff engagement that we've combined and used as a way of, of dividing all NHS acute trusts into, um, I guess, quintiles of, of, of their degree of staff engagement, going from the lowest engaged trusts to the highest engaged trusts. The three questions that, um, that have been put together are the percentage who report good communication between senior managers and staff, the percentage of staff agreeing that they understand their role and the percentage of staff able to contribute toward improvement at work. So what we wanted to understand was whether there was an, any kind of relationship between most between the engagement within, within a trust and patient involvement in decision-making in, in this context. So we, patient involvement in decision-making, again, is, is a combined score based on four questions from the, the patient satisfaction survey from 9-10. And we've not done any statistical testing on, it, on any of these results yet. As I said, it's just, we're just looking for general relationships at the moment. But you can see that there is some kind of relationship here between staff engagement and this indicator of patient experience, with um, trusts that are more engaged reporting greater patient involvement in decision-making. So again, 
how, which, which way around this relationship works um, is, is still a question mark. The second um, indicator of patient experience that we've looked at just briefly is around patient dignity and privacy, and these are questions around for patients. Did you feel you were treated with respect and dignity? Were you given enough privacy when discussing your condition and treatment? And um, were you given enough privacy when being examined or treated? So again, we can see that there is some kind of relationship between engaged staff and the percentage of, of patients who feel that they were treated with respect and dignity. So these early findings indicate that there may be some validity to our, our hypothesis and replicating um, what's actually happening in the, in the private sector and other employee-owned organisations and, and seeing the similar findings within the NHS. So what we're hoping to do at the moment is combine this with some, some data around organisational performance, so by both financial and clinical performance, to try and see if there's a link there between, between um, staff engagement, patient experience and performance. It might be worth just mentioning in our analysis of, of these trusts on, on staff engagement, just as a, an aside really, when we divided all the trusts up into this, um, along this line, it was very interesting to see that predominantly all the trusts in the highest engaged quintile were foundation trusts, and pretty much all of those in the lowest quintile were, were not foundation trusts. So again, we're, we're interested to see how that relationships come about what, what what comes first there is it is it staff engagement foundation trust status etc so alongside this um, hypothesis that we're testing what we really want to also do is look at different models of employee ownership that we've seen in the literature in our discussions that we've when we've been going out and talking to to different organizations um, public private sector health um, non-health what we've what we've then done is put together a generic typology, and some of the elements of this may, may sound familiar to um, particular organisations that you know, but what we've really tried to do is, is put to net together generic models um, moving from an uh, organisation that may have staff engagement through to one that would be considered fully mutual or fully, fully employee-owned and look at different dimensions that may interact in that process, financial ownership, democratic systems, mechanisms of staff engagement and different benefits and incentives. We'll hear after the break of some of the more the concrete case studies um, that are operating in, in the health service, but this just presents a general, general model that, that may actually um, operate in, within um, different contexts. So what we want to do really is look at how these, how these different models actually resonate with NHS staff. So at the moment... We're working to test out this typology and just by way of conclusion, just discuss with you what we're going to be doing in our future analysis. So our intention is to, to work with some different NHS um, acute trusts, those within the quintile one of where they've got report quite low staff engagement and those in the fifth quintile as well where they report quite high staff engagement to try and understand if there's any differences how those different trusts have different um, levels of staff engagement better understand the link between engagement and employee ownership test out some of these models how, how would this actually work within your organization the current mechanisms of staff engagement within those organizations for foundation trusts particularly those in the, the more engaged um, end of the spectrum have there been any differences in staff engagement since becoming an ft future possibilities and preferences and what these trusts consider to be some of the challenges around the models. In our discussions already, just as, a, as, as one example, talking to people around financial incentives, and, and Patrick mentioned this as well, 
there seems to be a bit of ambivalence around around that as a as a benefit. How would that actually work in the NHS? This isn't the thing that's necessarily most um, most relevant to us. It's, it's perhaps other benefits and incentives. So what we hope to do is perhaps put together an ideal type of how NHS acute trusts really want to see this model working within their own organisations, what they see as being able to work and not work. So it's clear that from both the political and provider perspective that there is an increasing focus on employee ownership as a way of engaging staff and and, um, a new model for delivering services in innovative ways. However, I think the Lib Dems are right to, to warn about um, the need for future research and consideration about how this model would actually work in, in practice. And we, we really hope that the continuing work that we're doing here will be able to shed some light on that. So, Thanks, Rachel. Thank you.